Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and this is part two of the interview with Gil Hart from Executive Mind Matrix, someone who has helped many shluchim reach their goals, on the topic of fundraising, the absolute way of Iskashros. I just want to begin by saying thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help shluchim have more hatzlacha in their shluchos. Thank you for uh, having me. I also would like to thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Svassman Jewelers, the Smetana Group, Gift Card Zen, and Ohana Pay, a credit card processing company. Thank you for making the Shluchim podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. So in this interview, let's go into some of the specifics, the details of a fundraising meeting. How can a Shliach prepare for a fundraising meeting? So let's uh, differentiate a fundraising campaign from a fundraising meeting, uh, which I believe that's what you're asking about. Every meeting, not only fundraising meeting, requires planning. And an integral part of planning is setting goals. It is very important to understand the planning process. Many shluchim, you know, raise an eyebrow planning. I I don't have time. Planning can take 10 seconds. Or I had a meeting that I had to plan three months ahead of time. So when I train Shluchim, the, we apply strategic and tactical operational methodologies used by, from my army uh, training background, used by special forces in preparation for an undercover deep behind enemy lines operation. I found during the times I was a CEO that fundraising meetings are very much like undercover deep behind enemy lines operation. In these missions, you operate undercover deep behind enemy lines. Your goals are very, very clear. Uh, and, and you're very aware of the, of the risk. You need to achieve the goal and return home safely, not exposing your cover. And if you translate this into a fundraising meeting, you need to carry out an activity that you usually dislike and you prefer not to do. At least that's what I found uh, about myself and, and, and Shlochin. Um, yet you need to do it. You have to do it. And you have to do it well. Uh, not only to be convincing, but to convince the the, the donor to the balabas to uh, you know donate the money and stay on a very good term, so that you'll come back, be able to come back. Practically, you are your own enemy, and we need to. So it's not about uh, special forces operating behind the enemy lines. How to get the money out of the balabas? That's not the challenge. Most Luchim have beautiful uh, people relationships. The challenge is the mindset that the Shliach comes in with. So therefore, you need to be trained how to operate behind your own enemy lines. And, and let, let me give you an example of what I need, how to prepare for a meeting. And I'll go brief and, and uh, we'll see if we want to add details. So you need to collect data. You need to know who you're talking to, what's his background, what kids, the, 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 whole, the whole spiel. Uh, you need to set very clear and reasonable and achievable goals. You need to plan the, the mission and meeting. What are you going to say? What, are the, what can go wrong? If it will go wrong, how will you address it? What are the strategic and tactical tools available for you? Uh, and so on. You need to prepare for the meeting on a, personally on a mental, emotional, physical, and, and, and somewhat uh, spiritual uh, uh, perspective. You need to prepare the right material, the time allocation. Uh, never be late, by the way. <laughs> never. Always be five minutes early. Uh, sending, being late is sending a very clear message to, to the boss. To the boss. Uh, just a quick note on, on we spoke about time. 
uh, and this is more of a time management component. When I was CEO, I had a very, very simple rule that I learned from one of my uh, teachers. Uh, no meeting is more than 15 minutes. This simple rule forced participants, people who came to meetings with me, uh, to get to be very much prepared for the meeting, speak very little and to the point, and force the team to reach uh, decisions very quickly. You may want to apply it in your own, own Chabad house, but also when you go to a Barabbas, remember, uh, his time is very, very precious. You need to be very respectful of, of his time. So this is in a, in a nutshell. So going more into the specifics, how do you know to ask for the right amount when you're meeting a Balabas? Uh, that's a question that we come across uh, a lot. I strongly believe, and again, this is personal view, uh, that the approach in which the shliach calculates or guesstimates how much the Balabas can give this year is wrong, as, as, uh, as I said uh, earlier. Not only it is not in the best interest of the shliach, uh, but it also downgrades, if you think about it from the Balabas perspective, it downgrades and puts the Balabas in an awkward position. Uh, more importantly, uh, in this manner, the shliach puts an upper limit on how much the balabat uh, will give. And we spoke about uh, an extra uh, uh, growing by 10%. Remember that, uh, and, and this is this may be new to some of the shliachim, but what kivyachol your product is, is you sell vision. You sell dreams. It is my experience with shluchim that once they switched into the vision and the dreams, um, and, and working with other people who, who fundraise, that sharing your dream in a passionate way and sharing your goals and how do you plan to achieve and realize this dream, uh, what will be the impact on the community and so on. So sharing these with the Balabas and making sure that he buys into it is the right uh, and mature and responsible manner to fundraise. Uh, this will much more likely to yield better results. So I'm not talking about a certain amount. You tell the Balabas, this is what the project needs. This is how much I need to drive the project. Can you help me? Rather than say, last year you gave that amount, this year you come in with a different amount. Should a shliach bring fundraising material to the meeting or just use his words? Always. Always bring fundraising and have it ready. Don't leave it in your car. Don't leave it behind in your office. Bring it with you. Now, whether or not you use the material in the meeting or whether or not you leave it behind to the Balabas is a whole different question that is more to do with your fundraising strategy. But the material should be there and available for you with you. Should a shliach leave the meeting? If so, how? go straight into the request, is there lots of talking, little talk, then the request, how is the, it's always a challenge for a shliach to know when to, when, to, when to schmooze and when to go into the ask. So um, many shluchim ask this question, and I believe it is a, it's, it's a very good question, good question because to me it's a clear indication that the shliach should carefully review his fundraising strategy. And, and let me explain. Uh, how to run a fundraising uh, meeting uh, depends on a couple of factors. The, the shliach himself, of course, the, the type of personality, the strategy, the tactics, the, the, what methodologies you're using, uh, the criticality and the urgency of the meeting, the relationship with the Balabas. And then you have the Balabas himself. Uh, and, of course, the, his personality and the relationship. But uh, 
So I'll give you a simple example. What day of the week is it? If you come in on a Monday when he is coming back from his, uh, you know, weekend, and this is his time to work with his people and to prepare them for the week, that's terrible. He will not have a minute. He will not have the menuchat anafesh to sit with you. If you come uh, at the end of a quarter, if he's a businessman, uh, the, the guy doesn't have a minute, a minute to, to sit down with you. So, so, and this, so it's the balabat, the shliach, the balabat, and most importantly, it's the goal. What is your goal? Then also another thing to recognize, for example, uh, in, in, in setting up how the meeting will, will go ahead and the, the flow, uh, each balabat is different, and we all know that. For example, you have emotionally needy balabat. Uh, you have a balabat that needs the shliach kibudim in public. You have another balabat that, uh, you know, doesn't need anything. Don't bother me. Don't even call me for a class. I, I want to give you and I'm happy with giving. Uh, so if the shliach prepares properly the meeting and he plans and sets the right goals and understands the different factors that are at, at place, for example, he understands and anticipates and know how to address the balabat needs and so on, it is very likely that this question will never come up simply because by, you know, setting the goals correctly and, and understanding who is at play, the flow of the, the discussion is very clear. Yes, if the balabas is, is uh, someone who is very aggressive and uh, like a chauvinist and very grub, uh, you better speak very little <laughs> because he wants to have the big show. Uh, so, it, again, it, it really depends on, on these and other components. So rather than come in with, I'm going to talk a lot, I'm not going to talk a lot, do your homework and come in ready with a very clear strategy how you're going to uh, move around and achieve your goal and deliver. Can you share with us a few tips as how to run the fundraising meeting? Practical tips. What strategies and tactics should the shliach use? So let me, let me share with you just a brief, and I'll, I'll touch on a few um, First of all, you should come across enthusiastic about the project that you're selling, so to speak. Uh, you should have a stick in the fire. It's, an, it's another point. What do you risk uh, make it happen? Uh, for example, this is, this is my focus. I put uh, 25% of my time into this project. I already raised, you know, I'm becoming enthusiastic already. Uh, the handshake rule that we discussed earlier. Um, do you send, you need to be very aware do you, during the meeting, do you send a conflicting or mixed messages? For example, let's say that you arrange for an urgent meeting with a balabas because you are behind and they're going to turn, on the light, turn off the lights. Uh, you need cash infusion, whatever it is, the reason is. The balabas just agreed to write you a check. Uh, you need to deposit it yesterday. But then he asks if it's okay to wire the money in the next two, two weeks. You feel uncomfortable, and you say, well, you know, okay. If you're trained and you have the right mindset and know-how uh, to execute your strategy in terms of delivering your goals, you'll avoid this. Uh, so you need to be prepared for, for different scenarios. Uh, with this goal in mind, how do you plan to come across? For example, are, are you going to be aggressive to achieve the goal because you know who is sitting in front of you? Are you going to be gentle? Are you going to assume a do not care uh, position? Uh, another Mikuda, which is very, another tip which is very important, most looking come in with a pre-perceived and arranged strategy. They leave no room for the balabas, so to speak. So they have a message, they need to deliver the message and, and finish. Do you hear the balabas? Do, do you understand on an emotional, mental, physical, spiritual level? Do, do you hear him? Do you hear what he is telling you? Do you look at his body language? Do you read him correctly? 
um, not above and beyond what he is saying. Uh, he may be sending a, a, a mixed message as well that you can use to, to generate, you know, another meeting. Or uh, When I train Shluchim, we prepare them for uh, fundraising meetings or in general we work on changing their mindset. We use many different strategies and tactics and methodologies to successfully uh, deliver the goals. You may be surprised most challenges come from within. It's not the no. It's how do you read the no. Is, is the no an opportunity for another meeting or is the no, oh, God, I can't, you know, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it now. I'm lost. We train the shliach to think and operate differently under these circumstances. Uh, I think that leads us into another question of um, how can a shliach respond to a, a yes um, properly or let me think about it and a no? Well, yes, indeed, it, it, it does lead into that. Um, so just, just as an aside, role-playing is an integral, integral part of, of training, and I suggest that each shliach will go in his mind, and it, five minutes before you, you go upstairs to the meeting, sit down in your car and, and talk it. Really talk, as if you're talking to the, to the balabot. Uh, it's, it's an integral part of the training and preparing for fundraising meeting. It is important for the shliach to practice it. Verbally, mamash b'milim, to, to rehearse it. So I'll give you an example. The way that we do it is if you heard a yes, so there are two components we need to remember. What are you going to say? But before that, what kind of atmosphere you want to create when you respond? So if the atmosphere, for example, is great, but wait a second, we are, done not, we are not done yet. Uh, I have to close the loop before, you, before I relax. This is that mindset then, you know, I, the answer should be something along the line, thank you very much, I, I really uh, appreciate it, but boom, into the, into the guts of the system, and how should we proceed from here? I, I, so you said thank you, and you move on immediately into, into, would you like me to come and pick it up? Would you like, us to, would you like me to follow up with your uh, personal assistant? And so on. Then you suggested a, you know what, uh, Mr. Shliach, let, let me, I, I need to think about it, let me think about it. So the mindset here, or the atmosphere that you should want to come across is, sure, uh, I'm here to help. I want you to reach the right decision, uh, the right decision for you and uh, for me and for the Moisa, simply because I want you to part of your money on a positive term. I want you to give more later. So the answer should be, rather than take it, oh, I'm disappointed and I'm not sure, absolutely. Remember, you want to come in through these doors again. So your answer is absolutely. Uh, if there's anything, uh, any additional information in it, don't hesitate to let me know. Look, I prefer not to be in Nick. Would you like me to call you and follow up with you or should I wait? And then that, you know, you can end it with that. And don't be afraid if the, if the Balabas tells you, no, no, I'll call you. The immediate response of Moshe Lohan is, ah, he's never going to call. You'll be surprised. It depends on how you left it, how you ended it. Uh, he may not call. In this case, the message is clear. But what if he does? And then you ask about the no. And, and this is, uh, I find, somewhat difficult for Shluchim to accept. Um, the, the key question is, how do, you, how do you perceive this? Your goal is to end the meeting on a very positive note. So now that he said no... Um, you need to leave the door open for a possible next meeting. So why not smile and say, sure, of course, I, I understand. Remember, he is feeling guilty and he is feeling uncomfortable as well. Uh, so why not hug him and hug in terms of a verbal uh, 
Sure, I understand. First, I would like to thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Also, I really appreciate your honest and straightforward, uh, straightforward approach. Can I give you a hug? Uh, you know, that's what I do. I, I would, uh, even when I work with Shlokim on, on difficult, can I give you a hug? There's no conflict between the two. As a matter of fact, it leaves the door uh, open. By the way, the hug on the hug business, every meeting should end with a hug. We, we spread Kiddushkeit, we spread love and the and, Simcha. And, uh, also, a very, nekuda, a very critical Nakuda is to send a thank you note. This is always appreciated. Just thank you, not I'll call you again or I'll see you soon. No, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for your time and thoughtfulness. Uh, remember, the, the Balabas gave you a very valuable or a set of very valuable resources, his time, his insight, relationship. You need to be grateful for that. If I can finish with this question, what is the biggest mistake a shliach can make in a fundraising meeting? Um, clearly, from based on my experience, uh, is the, having the wrong mindset. Uh, having the wrong mindset about fundraising is the number one reason for shluchim uh, being unsuccessful on, on this front. As I said when we spoke earlier, um, shluchim are very talented. At least I find shluchim to be very talented. They are hardworking. They are smart. Um, not only they, they are all of the above, but they have the Kohatam Shaleh. So, so how come this is unsuccessful? I believe that the key reason for the challenge on fundraising, and it's across the board. I mean, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint all the slogans that they think that, uh, that they are different. We are all the same in terms of uh, fundraising challenges. Uh, when it comes to fundraise, the shliach has the wrong mindset. So the shliach becomes his own enemy. Uh, and the mindset can be changed. It can change by, by training, uh, to, training you to think differently under these stressful circumstances. That's what we do in Boko Hashem. We see, we see great results. If any shluchim would like to contact Gilhart, his cell phone number is 678-480-9996. And his email is gil at executivemindmatrix.com. Thank you, Gil, for sharing with Shluchim about your experiences and approach to fundraising. We really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for doing this for the Shluchim. I'm sure that they benefit and about to everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you know any Shluchim that have success in a specific area of their Shluchas, let me know. I will call them and interview them in Mirza Hashem, and it will be the next podcast. Make it a great week.